Okay, so we're going to discuss today the mitzvah mezuzah. There is a um, unique protection that Hashem gives us through having a mezuzah, something that is unique among all mitzvot, that this mitzvah is specifically given to us to protect us. The, um, the, the uh, Rebbe's emissary in uh, Shangdo, in, his name is Dabi Hennig. Dabi Hennig, uh, he had this issue, it's still in China, the, um, the precautions in Corona are really, really severe. A lot of people left shortly after everything began because the kind of um, quarantines they did and stuff was really, really hard. So what happened, what, they didn't just like quarantine a house or quarantine people, they were quarantined like blocks, quarantined like a whole section of the city. So Rabbi Hennig, he comes back from, uh, he, he, wanted, he wanted to leave when this was going on. He came back and he discovered that the whole entire neighborhood was ransacked by thieves. So he comes to uh, the entrance of his home, and they and they, the officers, police officers, say to him, "You can't go in. We have to first go in before you. Every home was was ransacked first. We have to check it for clues first. So we're going to go in first, and then after we go in, you can you can, you could uh, check it out. You can go back to your home." So they, the police go in, and they come out, and they're all like shocked. And they, they said the, 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 these thieves went into every single home on this block. The only home they didn't go into was yours. A few weeks later, they call him up, and they say, uh, "We come, come to come to headquarters. Come to police headquarters. Come to the police headquarters. It's, we caught the thieves." And the first question we asked the thieves was, "Why did they go into your home?" So the thieves said, said an amazing thing. They said, "We managed to through the Wi-Fi to get into into everyone's security system. But we saw in the entrance of this home there was a new kind of security which didn't go on Wi-Fi. They saw the mezuzahs." We figured these Israelis, you know, came up with this new kind of kind of system, <laughs> and so and the truth is that of course they were right. That's something unique about the protection of mezuzah, which is beyond any security system. Rabbi uh, Grossman, David Grossman, uh, who does amazing things in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi actually once called him a wondrous someone who does wondrous things. He's in, I think, in Midal Emek. Comes out at LA also also very often. Midal Emek. Ken, David Grossman, Makir. Ken. So he, his daughter, and he was she was 16 years old. She had this, she, he, he told this story to a friend of mine just recently, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy story. So she was 16 years old, she had, all of a sudden she woke up one morning, and she has this big growth on her eye, this big, this big like bubble on her eye. And so they went to all different hospitals in Israel, and no one, every doctor had another opinion. One said you suck too little, one said you suck too much, one said you're angry, one said it's energy, one said it's this, one said it's that, until they discovered that there's a friend of theirs who knows some doctor in New Jersey, who's really an expert, and, and he's a top world expert, so they're going to go to New Jersey. They come to New Jersey, they, 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 and they, they, they manage, they arrive at 6 o'clock a.m., JFK, they manage to get an appointment with him at 8 o'clock in the morning, and she's, he, he does, at that time, he was in the late 80s, 89, I think, he had all these different kinds of sophisticated machinery to, to take pictures of the eye that wasn't around at that time. He had this unique, um, um, I don't know what it's called even, he, he used to take pictures of the eye. And after the, he does this, he says, come back in three days. And in three days, I'm going to tell you what, what, I, what I discovered. Okay. It's, it's, they, they finish the appointment. And his daughter says, listen, let's go to the Rebbe. Okay. So they go together to the Rebbe. They go quickly from New Jersey. They arrive. The Rebbe comes in every morning to Shacharit at 10 o'clock in the morning. They come to the Rebbe's shul. 
And Rabbi Grossman, he, it's so ups, he's so upset about the situation with his daughter. So when the Rebbe walks into the, to the synagogue, he just stands in front of the Rebbe and he says, Rebbe, my daughter. This point is my daughter. He's so upset, he starts crying. The Rebbe sees his daughter. It's obvious that the issue is, there's a, big, there's a huge growth on, 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 on her eye. So the Rebbe says, check the mezuzahs, make sure the mezuzahs are in order, and everything will be fine. You take her to her wedding, everything will be fine. Okay? So they right away call Israel, and they call up the... Um, the, the uh, She was studying in Yeshiva and Sfas at the time. I don't know which Yeshiva it was, somewhere in Sfas. They checked the mezuzah in her in her um, dorm room and they discover that the mezuzah is missing a whole word which word? Einecha your eyes they fix the mezuzah 12 hours later her eye she told her father I feel something moving my eye 12 hours later her eye is completely fine but they had an appointment with this doctor in New Jersey and they're going to keep their appointment <laughs> so they came back to the doctor hi the doctor looks at them. He says, I'm practicing for 17 years. I never saw anything like this. This is a total miracle. But this is not the end of the story. Rabbi Grossman meets his doctor, I don't know how many years later, in a synagogue. This guy became a Baal Teshuvah. Uh, New Jersey? New Jersey. No. The doctor became a complete observant Jew because of the miracle he saw with his eyes. He says, he says, you brought me back to Judaism, seeing with his own eyes the power of mezuzah, which is actually... He didn't hear story in Migdalani. Okay, <laughs> I have a video of it. I grew, I grew up on a rabbi Grossman, it, it, I swear. I, 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 bring that there if you want. I have a video of him saying the story. I have a video. I'll send it to you. It's good. Now I'm going to go to Migdalayim and I'm going to tell them. This. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, as we're coming to the month of Elul, uh, this Shabbat blesses the month of Elul. It's time to check him zuzo, check the tefillin. Every year? Every year. Although halachically it's kosher, check him zuzo once, twice every seven years. However, the Rebbe said... First of all, if you need additional blessing, you should check it every year. And second of all, today, unfortunately, there's so many non-kosher mezuzot. I've seen, uh, instead of mezuzah, an English translation of the Ten Commandments, an empty, all kinds of crazy things which are there. And unfortunately, it's not that the most mezuzot are kosher and some aren't. Most mezuzot aren't kosher. Most of them, unfortunately, market aren't kosher. What's in Cedar Sinai? I always wonder that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going so, so I, I once I, I asked some, I, I did I did some research. I know there were once kosher mezuzahs. I know what is there now. All of them. They were once put up as there, there, something in there. I don't know what's going on there now. Originally there was some. I, there was some. That's what I heard. I I I, I don't know. Anyways. The um. The Talmud. The tour actually the tour. He says, mezuzah is an incredible blessing. Why is it an incredible blessing? It protects your life. And not only does it protect your life, it protects your home. That's the words, right? It's bigger than protecting your life, it protects your home. The question is, how can, <laughs> why is that bigger? Why is that bigger? It's more than it protects your life, it protects your home. It's like the guy who gets held up, your money or your life? One second, let me think about it. <laughs> so, so how can the, the tour say it's, it's more, not only does it protect your life, protects your home, what does it mean? So Bet Yosef says, Bet Yosef says that it, when, regarding the protection, protection of, your, of your life, you could argue if it's a miracle or not. It's a miracle which isn't seen to your eyes. But the protection of the mezuzah to your home is something which is a nice, this is his words, an open miracle. You could see that a home that have a mezuzah 
have more protection of God. It's something, it's, it's an open miracle. That's what he says. The Talmud says that there was a sage named Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Yehuda Hanasi had a, a non-Jewish friend who was very, a very famous named Antoninus, uh, who was in a, became a Roman emperor. A scientist, Roman emperor friend, had another non-Jewish friend, whose name was Artavan, who was some, was a prominent minister, a, a Persian minister. Now, Artavan once sent Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi a gift. The gift was this very special, very precious, expensive diamond. The diamond which he said, there is no, he writes to Rabbi Yudha Nasi along with the gift, I'm sending you a gift which there is no, no parallel for, let's see what you can send me back. Okay? Rabbi Nasi sent him back, he sent him back a mezuzah. So, the question is, why did he send him a mezuzah? The, actually, the, the halacha is, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. The reason is because perhaps he sent a mezuzah to someone who doesn't um, appreciate the value of it, the, the Ramah writes, they may put their, the mezuzah next to their idol worship. But Rabbi Udanasi sent him mezuzah, Artaman is very unimpressed with the mezuzah. He says, I sent you a gift, no parallel for what are you sending me? So Rabbi Udanasi said, your gift is something which needs protection. This is something which will protect you. So, but the question is, why does it protect him? What's so good about the mezuzah? It's not a mitzvah to uh, just to give a mezuzah to someone that doesn't even have, have this obligation. So it seems, as from Maimonides, that the main power of mezuzah is because of the mitzvah mezuzah, because God gave us commandment for it. And here, he just sends a mezuzah to someone who has no, no obligation to, to have this. And according to the Ramah, you're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to send someone a gift of mezuzah. I think one of you asked me that in the past, about to send a gift of mezuzah. And I said, you are? I made a mistake. You're not allowed to send a gift as a mezuzah. That's a, why did Yudnasi do it? Why was he allowed to? So different commentaries say different reasons. The Nitziv says the reason he was allowed to do it was because it wasn't a regular mezuzah. He wrote, he wrote this mezuzah himself specifically for Artavan. So it wasn't a regular mezuzah. It was mezuzah written, written for him. The uh, uh, Pnei Moshe says that Artavan wasn't... He was also Jewish. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't really knowledgeable about Judaism, but he had an obligation to have mezuzah. In fact, the Achai Goyen says that Artaman had a daughter. And all of his friends, when, they, when, when he received the mezuzah, said to him, what is this foolish little piece of paper the rabbi gave you? He gave him a diamond, he gave him, and this he just gave you a piece of paper. So shortly afterwards, one of his daughters, and I think only had one daughter actually, she became insane. And he, he, had, he had put the mezuzah, you know, like he didn't care about it. And then he put the mezuzah on her door, and miraculously, as soon as he put the mezuzah on the door, she recovered. So we see the mezuzah has a benefit even when it's not a mitzvah, according to those commentaries who say that it wasn't that he wasn't obligated to have mezuzah. So the question is, what is the mezuzah without it being a mitzvah? What, what is it? So yesterday was the anniversary of passing of Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi's father, who was an incredible Kabbalist, and just if you want to see the, the infinity of Torah, the, the magic of Torah. Just read his his writings. It's, it may be a lot a lot of Kabbalah, but you can just tell from the numbers and the and the connections that, that they're just something it, it, something unique in his teachings, which which I don't think existed before. The kind of questions that he, the way he analyzes Torah, I, I don't have enough knowledge to say that it did it didn't, didn't exist before. But just like so remarkable, the kind of things he points out, the distance between two words from another word, why they these words away. Like he even wrote, wrote, I met this person on this day on this city. Why did he meet this person at this age in this city and explains according to Kabbalah each place he's in and why he met this person and why this specific juncture in his life why it was this time of the year. So anyways... It's not about the like that all of a sudden. It's Monday. This Monday... Right. Like was written in the good, the details that... Right. That we see arbitrary. Nothing is arbitrary. Right. Right. So regarding the mezuzah, he has a, it says in the Zohar 
Rabbi Abba says, you should put a mezuzah on your door. God says, write my name and put it on the door and that will protect you. So yes. the question is, what does the Zohar mean when it says, write my name on the door? Write, sim she, put the name there. So the sparks of light in the or the commentary of the Zohar, he says, the word mezuzah is America equivalent to 65. 65 is the name of Hashem. Yud. <coughs> Name of Hashem Adnai is equal to 65. That's what the Tzutziyor says. The problem is, it doesn't say the word, Hashem says, put my name on the door. That's not the name. Al Dal is not the name of Hashem. So Rabbi Yitzchak says, so he's in other, other commentaries in the Zohar, that it's actually referring to the name, name of Hashem on the outside of the mezuzah, the name Shin Dal Yud. Shin Dal Yud, which is on the outside of every mezuzah, is an acronym for the words, according to one opinion, God guards the doors of the Jewish people, God guards the homes of the Jewish people, Shomer Datot Yisrael. So, you're supposed to write in that name of Hashem to correspond to the inside of the mezuzah. In the inside of the mezuzah, there is a name of Hashem also. It's actually not written as the name of Hashem, it's just the beginning of the second paragraph of Shema, It will be, if you listen to my voice, God says, I will bless, give you these blessings. So you're supposed to have the word Vahaya to correspond to the name of Hashem in the outside of the mezuzah, the name Shindal Yud. So Blei Yitzchuk says, so if you add the word Shindal Yud, which is 314, with the name Vahaya, which is equal to 26, mm-hmm. 26 plus 314 is equal to the name Shin Mem, which is 340, and 340 means shame, his name. So you see how, when it says in the Torah, put my name on the door, it doesn't just mean any name, it means the, the names of Hashem, which are equal to the name, to Shin Mem. That's just the simple meaning of the Zohar of Rabbi Yitzhak. But he also explains why the, this is in the front and that's in the back and why they're together. And that's for another time. Anyways, so um, the, actually the Zohar says the word mezuzah is, an, is a nutrikun for two words, zaz mavet, to push death aside. Rabbi Groner, al Shalom, he once said that, I don't know exactly what the Rebbe's instructions were, but something like part of like intake when people ask for a blessing, is to ask them to check mezuzah. If they didn't check mezuzah within 12 months, that's the first thing you do. The first auto, thing you want to do. Huh? Auto response. Auto response. Before you've been asking them any questions, just the, the mezuzah within 12 months and it's tefillin should be, should be checked. That's the first thing you do. So, tefillin um, also every other. Tefillin also every other. Mate Ephraim. It's not just a Hasidic idea. There's one of the most, <laughs> one of the most popular um, books on halacha was written by Mate Ephraim. Accepted by all uh, all the Jewish people, and he writes in every Elul, the month before Shoshana, check your mezuzah. You're supposed to check yourself. Check yourself. What are you supposed to check inside yourself? So check your your, your thoughts, your speech, and action. But the first thing you check is your mezuzot and feel a lot of things that we don't realize have such a big effect on us, and they're and they're and they're around us all the time, and we don't think oh it's a big deal, but it's constant. A mezuzah is something which just changes the very energy of where you are. I, I shared this story before, I don't know if you remember. The, the Rebbe once was invited to this Brit Milah of Rabbi Chitschuk from Sfat. You know, and he ever walked into the, into the synagogue on, on Kingston Avenue, he ever puts his hand on the mezuzah, the mezuzah needs to be changed. Mezuzah happens to fight. And of course, mezuzah wasn't. Uh, so it's not something that we ourselves you know, would, would have any knowledge of that we would. Huh? Mezuzah has to be changed. Anyways, so. so I don't know what show it was. It was years ago. The time of Bechitrik uh, from Tzvas. You know, he's, he's in his 70-something. Anyways, so um, the point is that the mezuzah has in it two sections of Shema and there's holiness in them themselves. Here, Eitan, it's not just because of the mitzvah mezuzah. Rebbe sent this as a gift to, this, to his friend Artavan 
because because the mitzvah mezuzah, even when it's not a mitzvah, it already has a protection. The, the previous rabbi on his desk, he had a mezuzah. The rabbi told different people, different occasions, different reasons to put a mezuzah. I, I, I don't. The, the, to put the mezuzah, I think, and take a mezuzah with you to the hospital. The Talmud says that it was a certain kind of stick. The Talmud talks about in laws of purity. The Talmud mentioned a certain kind of thing that they had in those days a stick, where that had a little place for a tube, to put a mezuzah inside it. So people would go for a long trip, they wouldn't, go to, they wouldn't have mezuzah, they would take that stick with them to have mezuzah with them. So even if it's not a mitzvah, there is something about the mezuzah. That's why Rebbe sent this as a gift. Of course, we shouldn't do this ourselves, but that just tells you how powerful it is mezuzah. Now, I do want to point out that that's just a little bit of the protection of mezuzah. Many, many times the issue is not that the mezuzah isn't kosher, just even put on the right way. Having mezuzah put on correctly, on the, on the where it's supposed to be, is important, as important as being kosher. That's part of the kosher, the, the, the kashrut of the mezuzah, is that it should be placed in the correct, uh, correct place. I also want to give an advertisement. Height and angle. Huh? Height and angle. Angle, angle, whatever, different <laughs> customs. That, that's a part of the custom, their custom, that's their custom. They're both kosher, they're both going to protection, you do what your custom is. Why you don't do angles? Listen, that, that's a tomato tomato thing. It doesn't matter. That's it, your custom. Shabbat shalom. I have to go. Shabbat shalom. 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 Shabbat it's the best time to mezuzot. The sofa aren't busy, and it's right away to check your mezuzot. Uh, There's no the film. IPX, uh, Rabbi, you can scan the mezuzah and it tells you. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. Anyways, that's the bottom line. They use scanners. So, anyways, this mitzvah, all of our mitzvah has some kind of function, kind of purpose. This mitzvah, as Unkelis says, is not a mitzvah that has any function or purpose. This mitzvah is just a gift of love from Hashem to us. I think we should share with other people for any reason, whatever's going on in their life. A Jew needs a, a blessing for whatever it is to tell other Jews that this mezuzah has a blessing in it, it's protection, and, and uh, it's real. The Ben Bachaye says, you know why the Torah says it's bigger than saving your life? Because it's, it's not like I bring out the mitzvah. It's about you. God's giving you a mitzvah for your, because He loves you. Uh, I just want to conclude with one last story because men are to go. The, the Talmud says that our um, Hadrian had a nephew named Unculus. Unculus is the one who, who is in every Chumash when it translates the Torah. So Unculus converted to Judaism. And he had to do this in secret because the uncle, you know, didn't like Jews. So he, he had this very conniving way of convincing his uncle to let him leave to go explore the world. He said to his uncle, he said, give me some advice in business. His uncle says, here's my advice. Buy something no one appreciates and uh, sell it when, it when the price goes up. Something that has potential. Anyways, long story short, he discovers that his nephew becomes Jewish. He sent three groups of soldiers to, to talk to Unculus, to bring him back, not to, to, not to talk to him, to forcibly bring him back home to Rome to convert, to, he got this old Jewish thing. He's the emperor's nephew. The two groups of soldiers come, and Unculus explains to them what he's doing, and they're like, wow, it's amazing, they all convert to Judaism too. The third group, Hadrian said, don't say anything to him, don't say a word to him. So Unculus, and they'll say, I mean, you have to understand this is Unculus, he's not just a regular person, so it wasn't just like the words he said, it was who he was also. He comes to the door, he kisses the door, and he smiles. Like, they, they, they were very curious. They, even though he told him not to speak to them, penalty of death, whatever, they were curious. So he says, he says Hadrian uh, told him not to speak to him, we have to know why, what, what is it you think you kissed and why are you smiling? He says, listen, have you ever heard of a situation where 
And if the emperor stands outside and he guards the soldiers, like no, the soldiers stand outside and guard the emperor. He says, that's what the mezuzah is. God stands outside our door and guards us. That's the meaning of the mezuzah. That's why it's such a great blessing to have mezuzah. And in the Shema, in the mezuzah, we have the Shema. Where what we do? We say Shema. We cover our eyes, right? We cover our eyes. Say Shema. Why do we cover our eyes? Even when we're in the great darkest moments, we know Hashem is with us. And mezuzah protects us from those darkest things and the old, and all good things to be, to be adding blessing. Hashem should give bless us all to have real protection for all our Yisrael wherever they are. And we should see the real protection. Prostate Shalim come back to Shalim with Mashiach Sekenu today. Bye. Bye.